Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fred Speaks. I pray this podcast finds you in the best of health and spirits. And tonight, I want to get right into our scripture uh, that we have before we we get into our, our subject for the podcast. And our scripture is Luke, the 18th chapter, and the 10th through the 14th verse. And the 10th verse, it says, Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself, God, I thank thee that I'm not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house, justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased. And he that humble himself shall be exalted. So this is a very familiar scripture. And many of you have probably read the scripture. Uh, But two men, they went up to pray. And prayer is just a communication with God, uh, petitioning him. Uh, requesting of him that you know asking him or thanking him uh, but going before God uh, to communicate with him and you have two men here one was a Pharisee which basically was you know one who is experienced uh, in the law and able to expound on the law, to explain the law, so knew the law very well. And they were ones who were considered themselves to be separate. Uh, they they considered themselves to be above others, uh, and their knowledge, their their education, and and their their just studying and and uh, just the way they carried themselves. And then the other man was a publican in which he was a a tax collector. And many of you may be familiar with Zacchaeus, uh, which was a tax collector uh, in the Bible. But publicans, they were, in the eyes of the people, they were... uh, Individuals who oppressed the people, took advantage of the people, and they were dishonest. They would charge uh, the people taxes for for everything. You know, if they were 
crossing a road or or using a road um, as they traveled or if they crossed a bridge. Uh, different things they would just tax people on. So they were basically considered to be crooks. So looking at these two men that went up to pray, they were on two different sides of of the scale. You know, one was, you know, in the eyes of the people considered to be upright and and the other one was basically uh, a crook. But if you notice here in the in the passage, the Pharisee basically he prayed out loud um, for everyone to hear him. And I just want to reference another scripture, uh, St. Matthew's the sixth chapter and the sixth verse. But it says. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut, the, shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So this man was praying out loud and he was emphasizing on how he was not like other men. You know, and he lists some of the things, you know, that other men did. And he even went on to say, even as the publican that was standing there for prayer. And the and and the public, the, the Pharisee also started to brag on himself. Like, you know, I, I, I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And, and God knew all of these things and God wasn't looking for him to broadcast or come before him um, to basically state all the things that he was doing and what he didn't do like other men. And the publican, you know, he's standing there and, and I'm quite sure he could hear the Pharisees saying all of these things, but he didn't get caught up in that. He was humble. He didn't even lift up his head. He knew he was wrong. He knew he had come short. He knew that in the eyes of God that, you know, he was wrong. And he he wasn't praying out loud, but he was just to himself, just quietly, you know, asking God to be merciful. And his exact words were, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. So he didn't come in bragging on himself, but he came in acknowledging that I am a sinner. And be merciful to, unto me. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm everything that this Pharisee is saying that, you know, and how he views me is that, that I'm wrong. And, and, and he wasn't trying to hide that, but he was being honest with God. And the, the very interesting thing that came out of that is that God, you know, he justified the man that everybody viewed as bad and, you know, dishonest. God justified him, meaning that God became mercy. He became grace. Instead of administering 
justice, he gave mercy. And that man, the publican, he left there justified. More so than the Pharisee that bragged about everything he did and what he didn't do like other men. And the thing that really stands out to me is, is it says, for everyone that exalted himself, that puts himself up and try to make himself more than what he is, shall be abased, shall be Lord. And, and it says, and he that humbles, humbled himself shall be exalted. So instead of coming before God, God high-minded and putting yourself on a pedestal, the best way to come is to come with a humble spirit and being honest with God and let him know that I am a sinner. And what you're simply saying is I'm wrong. I've come short of your, your glory. I'll come short of uh, your goodness. I don't deserve any of the things that you do for me, but have mercy. Have mercy on me because I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. And you never heard the Pharisee say have mercy because in his eyes, he couldn't see that he needed mercy. And and to say that, what, he, what, what that saying is, is that he really didn't need God. He really didn't need Jesus. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that's one thing about the Pharisees. They would, you know, hide, you know, the things that they did, you know. And, you know, there was a time where, you know, the poor, you know, they had to walk out in front of the people. And depending on the sacrifice they had to make. Um, they, you know, they would, they would have that sacrifice and, and people would already know what sin they committed. But the, the Pharisee would do everything behind, you know, what, you know, closed doors or whatever, where nobody could see and know the exact sin that they committed. But that's the thing why the publican left more justified is because he didn't come trying to justify himself or to try to make excuses or any of that. He acknowledged, I am a sinner, but be merciful. Be merciful unto me. And with that, I want to lead into our subject uh, for this podcast and it is humble is the way. And as you were listening to the the scripture, uh, it's a, it's something that men don't want to be humble. They want to be uh, viewed and seen as being upright, and that you know you can't spot my life. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm I'm. I'm I'm well, I'm doing good, and I don't see where I need help because I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. 
But when you can really see yourself and you see where you come short, where there's things that you know that God is not pleased with. But in the eyes of the people, you want to appear that everything is good, that I've, I'm doing everything that is right, that I don't do any wrong. And, you know, people may look up to you and, and say, you know, how they admire you. But you within yourself, you know that you're not what God wants you to be. And the thing about when it comes to being humble, uh, you got to have some experiences where you know you come short, where you know you did wrong. You know you hurt somebody. You know you, you said or did something that was, was hurtful. You know, and but how that God, even when you're wrong, he yet gave you mercy. And if you don't have those types of experiences, then in your eyes, you feel like, you know, you're doing everything right. But life experiences has a way of humbling you down um, and, 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 and letting you be able to see yourself that I am a sinner, that I, if, if it don't be for God, that I can't do nothing right. I'm, because living in a flesh house, the flesh is wrong. The flesh is evil. The flesh is corrupt. The flesh is subject to do wrong. The flesh will say things uh, that are mean, that, uh, that, you know, the flesh will go to work and cuss somebody out, or the flesh will... Uh, do something where when they could have helped somebody, you know, they passed them by. They wouldn't even help. So you can't rely on the flesh. But you got to come humble saying, God, I need you. That that I, that I, I don't want to come on no pedestal and high minded and feeling like, you know, God, I do this. I pay my tithes. I I give to the poor. I donate clothes and you know, and all these different things. But even in all of that, we all are still sinners. We all have to come before God in a low state, a, a, a broken and contrite spirit saying, Lord, have mercy on me. My thoughts are not right. My ways are not right. Even my very thoughts this morning, they were not right. I was thinking evil, but God, will you have mercy on me? When I could have had a, a kind word for someone, I was mean. I was, you know, uh, having thoughts about them, wishing bad on them. But God, will you have mercy on me? I want to, I don't like the person that I see in the mirror, but I want to be better. I want to be able to represent you, to 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 be able to, uh, you know, have that humble spirit that even when you know people are, uh, are trying to misuse you or mistreat you, but still being able to be humble and not trying to fight my own battles, but letting you fight my battle. And that's that's what God wants. He God doesn't want a high minded person, a person that thinks that they uh, are in such a place that they're better than everybody else. And do you not know when you get in a place like that, 
you really you're in a place where God can't help you. He can't help you because you're in a place where you really don't need him because you're relying on what you can do. And when you rely on rely on what you can do, you you're setting yourself up for a big fall. And that's why the man that was humble, he left exalted. But the one that was prideful and, and high minded, he left a base. He left lower me. He had to come to a fall. He had to come down because he was high minded. He was thinking too much of himself. And he did not acknowledge, God, I need you. I need you to be merciful unto me. I don't care what I did that in my eyes I feel that was right. But when I think about it, and I look over the course of my day from the time I woke up until the time I lay down. I can see where there are so many things that I did wrong, thoughts that were wrong, uh, different things I did throughout the day that was wrong. But God, I'm asking you to be merciful. Be merciful unto me, a sinner. And humble, you know, it, it, it's something that, you know, where most people don't want to be in that state because they feel like people will take advantage of you, people, you know, but it's not about people. It's about what God thinks about you. And to have a humble spirit that draws God to you. God, God will see that this person needs me, that he's coming before me in a low state. He in his heart, I feel that. He, he's remorseful for the things he've done. And he, and he needs my help. He knows that he can't do it without me. That's just like if somebody uh, needed to, to borrow some money from you. And instead of them coming in a humble spirit and asking you if you will help them, you know, realizing that you don't have to, but they're asking if you will, if you will help them. But if you come in a high minded, like, you know, you got to help me. You know, you don't you know, you don't know who I am. You're supposed to help me. I'm I'm I deserve your help. God, that type of spirit, God will pass right by. Because he only goes where he's needed. And that type of spirit really doesn't need God. They go through the motions. They appear like they, you know, love God and they are about God. But really, they're not. They're about themselves. But humble is the way. There's people that will... They will, they want a position in church or on their job or where, where, wherever it is that they, they desire, desire to be elevated. 
But they instead of them being humble and waiting and, and being patient, they're so anxious and they want to. They're basically like the kid. Look at me. 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 Look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm. You don't know. You look at what I accomplish. But that one that's humble is yet grinding and yet doing the things that is required. Sometimes they make mistakes, but they but they're the person that will stay late. They will stay late. They will uh, take on responsibility that others don't want to do. For example, at church, you know, nobody wants to clean the bathroom, but that humble person, not even looking for any recognition or anything, but behind the scenes doing these types of things, doing the things that there's not a crowd of people around to see it. But they just do it because they they enjoy what they're doing. They love what they're doing. Do they make mistakes? Yes, they make mistakes. Is there room for change? Yes, there's room for change. But their heart, whatever they're dedicated to or committed to, they give it their all. Because they 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 want to do their best, whether it's is is being is something as bad or whether it's good. Whatever it is, they're dedicated and committed to it. If they're wrong, they don't come up lying. Saying, you know, it this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for this person or whatever. But they acknowledge and, and own up to uh, where they where they messed up or they, they were wrong. They own up to it. And they are able to see themselves. And that's what God, that's God, that draws God to you. When you can be pure at heart you can you can acknowledge that i'm wrong and trust me every day every day we all are wrong we all come short we all come short of the glory of god we don't deserve any of his goodness but him being a merciful god the one that you think that deserves the mercy. God will look at this one that you overlook, the lowly one. He will look at them and give them mercy because it's his choice to have mercy on whom he will. And the, and the, the publican in the passage, he would not even lift up his head. He would not lift up his head. He had his head down. And he wasn't trying to put on or have a long, drawn-out prayer so other people could hear him. But he was quiet. And, and it was only important that God could hear him. And so humble is the way I can't em emphasize that enough about being humble being under the radar not trying to be seen 
but but under the radar. And do you not know God will see you? Sometimes, like we were, I was just talking about positions and wanting to be elevated. You don't have to be out front to be, you know, to be seen to God for God to see you or whoever it is to see you. I was thinking about David. David tended to the sheep and he was dedicated to making sure the sheep were 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 fine, that they were protected. He looked out for the sheep. And when the prophet came to the house of Jesse to look for the king, because the king was in the house of Jesse. And what did Jesse do? He bought all of his fine sons and paraded them. They were physically built and trained in battle and different things. And he paraded all of his sons except for one. And the prophet say, isn't there another one? And Jesse said, yes, there's David. Um, he's out tending to the sheep. But David wasn't, you know, had the physical appearance that appeared to fit the qualifications of being a king. But that was who God wanted. That's that's who God was looking at. God wasn't looking at the physical appearance of David, but he was looking at the heart of David. And that's something we have to understand is that God looks at your heart. We can say all these things about I do this and I do that. But God is looking at the intent of your heart. And that's why. When we come before him, we can't come before him high-minded. But we have to come lowly in spirit, humble, saying, God, I need you. The very air that I breathe, I need you. In order for me to put one foot on the floor and the, and the other and to be able to get, get up and move about, in the morning, I can't do it without you. I need you. To drive my vehicle from point A to point B, I need you. And dealing with my neighbors and my coworkers, I need you. I'm coming to you lowly in spirit because without you, I can't do anything. And do you not know God will elevate you when he sees that you need him? And I'm not talking about having a position or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is he will elevate you to a place where even if things are bothering you, he will elevate you where you he's given you strength that those things that are bothering you don't affect, affect you the way they, that they did. Not that they will go away, but now you're in a place where, you know, they're not 
controlling you and having you burdened down. But now you are able to deal with those different issues and problems. So humble is the way. So tonight, I hope that uh, everyone that is listening or has listened to uh, this podcast, that you're able to get something out of it. And let us ask God to help us to be humble, to be humble. And it's something that we have to work at every day, every day. Is I want to be humble before God, not before men, not trying. It's not about how you appear to be to men. If you can be humble to God and he will exalt you, whether it's on your job or at church or wherever, that men will see. They will see something different about you. Somebody say, well, how will they see that when I'm in this humble state? They will yet in your humble state where you may not even say a lot of words. But they will notice something different about you. There's something different about that man. There's something different about that woman, the way they carry themselves. But humble is the way. So with that, we're going to say good night and we invite you and encourage you to join us for another episode of Fred Speaks. And thank you for listening and good night.